Mana 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 this is social discasting welcome to social discasting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives miss the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka ben turdsman hope you're well my guest is co-host of dune boys a very important podcast about dune as well as dish boys the only podcast you're legally allowed to listen to while washing dishes please welcome dick Coajoy. welcome hey benny how's it going yes thanks for having me absolutely thank you for taking the time yeah i'm in uh, toronto canada i um things are going okay how things are going on your end there it's not bad people are seemingly better about being out more now which is bothersome how is it up there with that it's kind of mixed i mean i see maybe two or three out of ten people wearing masks so i think that we haven't really taken that too seriously as far as like going to the store the supermarket it's been a little bit disappointing in that regard but we're keeping our spirits up i am kind of disappointed today too because i see that a lot of friends are going back to work on twitter I see people mentioning they're um, going to go back to work. Yeah. That's concerning because I don't, you know, <laughs> from what we're seeing, we're not out of the woods on this. So. Not at all. I mean, it almost feels like it's, we're not even at the point of it reaching any kind of plateau. And yesterday and today, I've been very kind of feeling down just because I miss my parents. They live mm. in Florida. I was supposed to be there probably around this time to visit them. Wow. I just want to hug my mom. I mean, I haven't even seen my, my sister lives not far from here in, in Toronto as well. And I haven't seen her in weeks. And I used to see her every week. We'd have dinner. Yeah. It's getting, we're in our, what, fifth week now of this? When you get put on this work from home schedule, I was talking with my friend the other night, time seems to change. I'm still working from home right now. I'm doing uh, two or three days a week work from home. Okay. Which is great. Initially, we were laid off from my job. I sell industrial lighting to contractors and distributors. So like street lighting and warehouse lighting and stuff like that. We were initially laid off and then the government here bailed out my company and they brought us back to work part-time. Well, that's cool. That's the thing. I am very lucky in that regards that, that my company cared enough to put in the extra effort to work with the government here to get this situation more in hand. And I think that's happened in certain places down in the States. I'm not 100% sure. The news is just so chaotic right now. The virus is dominating everything, and it's just a tidal wave of information coming at all hours. The intensity and the con nature by which we get it it just feels like it's white noise at this point like i'm getting some statistics and things or through some form of osmosis but that's something that's helped me with that i just read news i don't watch the news yes and that helps me at least to some degree well i mean there is the inherent hysterical value of news of television news now it's only gotten more and more garish over the years i find myself not watching video news really ever except when there's a little clip up on twitter or something i might watch part of it and then just kind of scroll away just run away i definitely want control over how much of it to a degree by which i'm consuming it for sure the rise of punditry has been really concerning, having people on that claim to be experts, but are very much steeped in either their own opinion or the opinion of their benefactors. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, doing interviews on CNN does not pay the bills. No. Uh, being sponsored by Halliburton or getting a check from, uh, like, uh, you know, Raytheon. Uh, gets these guys going and uh, keeps the and, it, and that makes it tainted. It's just completely tainted, whether it's coming from left or right. 
Yeah, and some people were just brought on too because the machine is what it is and they provide the soundbite that they're seeking. We've been in a journalistic crisis for quite some time now as far as the way we get our news. The major journalistic companies did not believe in the internet. They did not endorse that people would change the way they got their news. And we're going through a crisis in Canada right now in which all our newspapers and news outlets are basically owned by one or two people. Yeah. And that is the a problem. end of the world. Now the producers that that people are running those, they're not former journalists. They are television producers. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting times we're finding ourselves in, but <laughs> uh yeah, like I said, it, it's this week has been in particular quite hard to mentally process and I'm finding myself uh smoking way too many cigarettes. Been pretty good with the drinking, but I do caution people as far as the drinking goes. It can be, uh, you know, nothing like a depressant to chase away the blues, right? <laughs> I've been there previous to this. So it's just been water and tea for me the entire time. And in a world where I'm already fluctuating wildly with everything going on, I just, um for me, I can't imagine adding that to the mix because I would be an absolute mess yeah and i'm already not like to your point this week it being the culmination of all these weeks that just fucking wear you down on some level definitely it's been tricky to adapt to the work from home it's been tricky to adapt to not seeing my family who i see every week my aunt and uncle also live in town basically we usually have dinner uh, myself my sister her boyfriend and my aunt and uncle so it's um, been really hard to adapt to that not seeing them they're not the youngest people in the world, too. They're sure. quite quite older than, than I am. My aunt's in her mid-70s. My uncle's in his late 60s. My parents are about the same age. They live in Florida, so they're quite a distance away. And it's also, you know, we do get all the American news here. So to see the way that Florida responded to oh, yeah. was heartbreaking and terrifying because my parents... Like, and I know that uh, Joe Hartzler has talked about this. He, when he called his mom at one point, she was on top of a Ferris wheel. <laughs> oh, God. And he's like in quarantine. He's like, Mom, what are you doing? And I, and I had a similar situation with my mom. She was like, I, I called her the one day. I was like, is everything okay down there? Shit is hitting the fan. And she's like, oh, no, I'm just at the beach why are you at the beach and she's like well they're still open and you know i have my routine and i wanted to just shake her over the phone i know i've heard this from a lot of other people our age having to like almost yell at their parents about being responsible about this yeah it's a weird thing of why am i the like violent adult in this situation i feel like i don't know i feel like part of it is like maybe we went through wars this is a virus it's nothing a part of me is just like yeah you went through wars you should be battle ready for this you'd think so i mean i even spoke to my dad and he um you know he served back in the 60s he was he wasn't in vietnam they they had him placed in alaska actually they were protecting alaska from the russians i figured he would be on board for protecting ourselves against this disease as much as possible but he seemed very laissez-faire about it and i was very surprised my parents started out like that at the very least but i think the fact that my sister and i are immunocompromised and you know we have muscle disease and there are implications with that yeah and certainly not unique to me but these are all like added factors that make an already very scary thing even scarier and so there were a lot more attuned to that than i think other people their age so thankfully you know it to kind of override their routines like you said but it took a minute it's not the first time i've had to parent 
come to and be yeah. like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you can't be doing that, right? My dad recently broke his hip. He was riding his bicycle. He always rides his bike everywhere in this little small Florida town that they live in, which is quite beautiful. It's a wonderful place. It's really nice people, lower lower middle class. He spied a um, fetching young lady walking down the sidewalk and he got distracted and he wrecked his bike and landed on his hip. <laughs> awful circumstances, but that is so cinematic. He was just cruising along and saw a very pretty woman and got distracted. And man, he's a horn dog for life. I tell you what. And I was battle tested with his broken hip as an injury. I can't imagine during that at any age, let alone at a more advanced age like that. Luckily, it wasn't that bad a break. And he's also, he's been a pretty physical guy his whole life. So his bones are apparently really tough. <laughs> the doctors at the veterans hospital were very impressed with his bone density or some mm. shit. So he's like, <laughs> for a person your age, you're in, in, in remarkable health but yeah we've been we've been coping we're, we're surviving yeah that's good what are you doing with kind of the extra time at home i've been jumping back in on my writing which i uh i, I do put stuff up on my blog which is uh, modestycontest.com i like to put up my little writings on there there's nice. uh, quite a few stories and short stories and poems and stuff that i've written over the years and just different collections of stuff riding my bicycle as much as I can. It's been quite a cold April up here so far, but it mm -hmm. seems to be uh, warming up a little bit. So I've been trying to cruise around. Exercise always helps clear the mind out a bit. For sure. Especially like just to go outside like that. You know, not that I've been totally just holed up in my house or anything, but kind of to, to relatively go without that sunlight, especially when it's been overcast here, just made me realize of like, it's not just a nice thing to have. It's a requirement. There is that basic freedom of when you go outside, you can stretch out your arms and swing around in a circle and <laughs> sing tra-la-la-la-la and have a good time, right? Like, yeah, you know, and like gawk at women and then fall off bikes. Exactly. The whole totality of, of the experience. I have found myself eating more fruits and vegetables lately because one of the hazards of living bachelor lifestyle is you'll often buy a lot of food and not be able to eat all of it Yes. before it goes bad. So lately I've been able to consume all the vegetables that I've been buying because I have more free time and more freedom when it comes to when I get to eat now. Are you trying to utilize them in a different way at all? I mean, I'm still doing the same recipes and the same uh, and the same basic meals. The fruit part has been a really big game changer because, you know, I used to get a bunch of bananas and wouldn't be able to get through all of them. Yeah. But now it's become that casual consumption. And it is something that I, I need to be aware of when we do go back to work that I need to be filling up the tank more often because at one point, like, I was not eating nearly enough and it was affecting me <clears throat> mentally maybe the slight hypoglycemic sort of reaction where you just don't uh, you don't fill up the tank and you start to kind of lose your mind i can definitely not be be not as mindful of that type of stuff as i need to be where i kind of i can get really focused on things and zone out and then i'm like oh i didn't eat today or i didn't eat enough at the very least Kind of with the self-care thought process of sometimes like taking a break or eating here as much as you feel like you need to get this done is going to help you out so much more in the long run. Exactly. It's you got to you got to fill up the tank. You got to remember to take care of yourself. And, you know, I was finding myself getting angry a lot when I would uh, not uh, eat. You know, you get the hangries. 
keeping myself distracted. It's, it's becoming quite the challenge. My one PlayStation controller broke, so now I don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> Especially in these times, that feels tragic. It's good and bad. I'm not a huge gamer, but I was finding myself gaming a little bit too much. Like I'd spend four to six hours just in front of the TV and then my eyes would start to be all like dried out. As much as it was a good distraction in the early days of of the quarantine. Oh my God, I'm talking about early days (laughs) already. It feels though like 2020 was already such a son of a bitch before this. So this on top of it and now time feeling like such a blur i know it's like a cliche it's insane that it's still only april yeah like i said time is changing it really is there's something to be said for that the way that we interpret passing of days good days and bad days right like i said earlier this week i was feeling a little bit down but i think i'm starting to come out of it a little bit there have been ebbs and flows and i definitely don't want to get too far ahead of myself to where i'm like i am nailing this whatever that means and i'm certainly not then you let your guard down and that's what i can't let myself do because i know it's going to get me some form or another and it does sometimes even if it's minutes or hours or maybe even for a day like you know like i said yesterday it was not good it sucked yeah Especially in like these uncertain times, I was fearful of, is this what it's going to be like for me now? I just didn't know. And thankfully that wasn't the case, but it could have just easily not have been. We're in this now, right? And I think that that might be what kind of affected me this week was realizing that this was not going to be over next week. And like you said, telling yourself that you're doing pretty good is is that moment where you're like, oh, what's that supposed to mean? I know exactly. Yeah, it's like my brain wants to get complacent and I cannot do that. Yeah, exactly. You got to you got to make sure that, that you're keeping that in check. It can sneak up on you, especially right now. I have been talking with my family more over the phone and stuff, too. That's great. Yeah, I find that that is a very good thing to do. Um, I encourage everybody to, you know, like I've said before, it's like a lot of the times you might not agree with your family on, on a lot of things, on everything. But you talking to them and them talking to you is definitely... Um, I think it is definitely a good thing for both parties. Yeah. No, I do. I think also you can't underestimate, and this, you know, not even just from like family members, but just as a, you know, not to be dramatic, but as a people, this whole situation is something that everybody's enduring to varying, you know, degrees of how they're affected or just their day to day, whatever the case may be. But this is an automatic shorthand for everyone. Yeah. And it's, um, it's weighing on everybody, some people more than others. I'm lucky enough that I still, you know, have decent contact with my family. I really do feel for the people that don't. Um, yeah. but reach out to a friend, give a friend a call, do get on the Zoom, get on the Skype and, uh, or hell, start a successful podcast like my man Benny over here, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, just get that me undies money, get oh, your baby. Casper mattress, get oh. it all. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so much money. Oh. We got the audible money over on Doom Boys there. You know, me and my friend Conan were talking the other day, and we were oh. just in our palatial estates. Yeah. It's been very nice. I mean, it's really good for business, and I hate to say it, but it's been great. They made Conan O'Brien read a commercial for dick pills. <laughs> I did not realize that. The, he had to read the copy for Blue Chew or something like that. How far away until he has a show and he just calls it COVID O'Brien? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and do I clip this audio and then sell it to him? I need my, my Conan bucks, I guess. 
Do you have any tips for people before we wrap it up? Like I said, pursue what makes you feel good. I mean, it might sound corny, but like the writing is, is really helping me out a lot. I'm doing a little bit of writing for um, my friend Jake's, Jake DeFacto's Tales from the Clicked. We're going oh, nice. okay. to be reading some stuff on there, so we're going to have some fun on that. It's a great show. Keep in touch with your friends. Like, seriously, it might sound corny, but hop online, give them a shout. I find that talking, we were discussing this earlier, actually speaking to people, not just, don't just send a text. Get on the phone and do the voice thing. We have the technology. Um, make that connection because verbalizing is uh, is incredibly important, especially in these times. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I think to your point of, don't just talk to people, connect with people. And yeah. especially right now, people are actively seeking this connection more than ever. Exactly. And it's it can be really, honestly, like, it could really be a kind of a, a breeding ground for amazing conversations and, like, real connection more than ever. No, exactly. Like, we, we just spoke for, for a couple hours and um, having a great time. And it's, it's, Absolutely. It's, you know, it's really important to do this stuff, whether you're on a podcast or just out in the world, or not out in the world, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, we do crave those connections. And I think a lot of people don't really realize it. Uh, or, or it can be hard to to enact, right? Like, that's the yeah. thing. It can be tricky to actually reach out and make those connections because, you know, you might feel weird because it's been a while, you haven't spoken to the person, but it's, um, it is very important to uh, to make those connections, keep those connections alive. No, for sure. I, you know, I've talked to so many people and they've all said this independently of each other. Yep. They were like, I have talked to people who've just kind of like mutually like come out of the woodwork and I haven't talked to in years. Yep. And, and it's a lot of people have said that to me. Yeah, it's um this is now is the time to reconnect and and we can get out of this situation better than we were before. Yes. Um I really do hope that we learn and change from this. I see a lot of people I, myself included at moments I've I've wished to go back to the way it was before, but you know, I really hope that this situation opens our eyes to a lot of things and that we can come out of this better than we were before and stronger and more united. Uh, because I think that that's part of the problem that we've been seeing with uh, with society is a lack of uh, a lack of union, a, a lack of communication. No, I completely agree. I, I'm hopeful. I really am. I'm very hopeful. And just with you know talking to you and and other people just in life. Yeah, man. It gives me a lot of hope. Genuinely, the positive Dickie says that we're going to come out of this with big old muscles. <laughs> that's the ultimate endorsement, then. Exactly. But do you have anything to plug before we go? Yeah, I want to plug my podcast with Jeff Gibson called Dune Boys. We talk about all different kinds of stuff on there. Not a lot of Dune lately, but uh, <laughs> we're having a good time. For the fans of Dish Boys as well, too. It's a dishwashing podcast. We have a lot of fun on there. There's Jake DeFacto's Tales from the Click. Love that show. That show is great. He's awesome, Joe too. has been killing it lately on Live at Five. His show is so good, too. My man, Joe Hartzler. They're both great dudes. Yes, exactly. Check out Bazzizio's streaming channel. You know, it's a lot. We always have a lot of fun over there with the with the gang. Everybody's Twitch streams right now are on point. They are thriving right now. Very much so. The co I mean, the competition's kind of gone up, but uh, yeah, it's um, we've been still having a good time with the fam, with the Slurp fam and the Bug fam. Got to shout out all those guys too. Absolutely. 
at Inquisitor Dick is my main account, at S Discasting for the actual show on Twitter. I uh, just remember, just be nice to yourself, be nice to everybody else around you, just be kind to yourself, be thoughtful, and just know that you can have bad days. It happens. Nobody is nailing this. You are not alone in this. We are all experiencing it. You are not alone. You're doing great. You're really doing great. Just keep it up. For sure. Keep that momentum going. And again, if you need to talk to somebody, I'm out there. 100%. I will talk, listen, whatever you want. DMs are open, people. Absolutely. Thank you for listening, and uh, I hope you're doing okay. Bye.